Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Hope, Help, Happiness. Now, I'm calling today's episode The Doctor Who Gave Up Drugs and Tried Cold Water Immersion. Let me give you some background to how this episode came about. I was chatting to a friend recently in a car. We were heading down uh, to visit some friends, and they don't know that I've been struggling with these challenges. And we're just talking generally about health. And I happened to mention that I'd been trying out the cold water approach and cold showers just because I'd said I'd seen it on the internet and I was just having a go and she mentioned something about some twin doctors who were looking at alternatives to depression. Now I don't have a television so I don't watch uh, watch television obviously and she mentioned that they were part of a TV program on the BBC. So I googled them to find out what they were doing because she said they were looking at alternative ways of treating things like mental illness and other challenges without having to resort to pills. So I googled them and here's what I found. So I basically uh, did a search for twin doctors uh, and depression and what came up was a link to some clips on the BBC website from uh, from series one of a television series called The Doctor Who Gave Up Drugs. And the actual series is no longer available on the iPlayer because this was, I think, about three years ago. However, there were some clips on the website. There were three videos. Um, the first video clip, each of these is only about two minutes long. The first video clip was called A Lifetime of Pills. The second was called From Shock to Euphoria, and the third was from was called A Soothing Swim. So the two doctors are the Van Tulliken brothers, Dr. Chris and Dr. Zand Van Tulliken. And this particular show was Dr. Chris Van Tulliken. So I thought I would check him out, and they've got a website called the VanTullikenBrothers.com. And... I've never heard of them before, but they seem to be these real characters who are professional, medically trained doctors who've worked in the National Health Service. In fact, one of them's doing a PhD at the moment, and they've been doctors for over 15, 16 years now. And Dr. Chris Van Tulliken is one of the BBC's leading science presenters. And so I'll put a link to his website on the, the show notes, but he seems a real interesting character. So I went and had a look at each one of those video clips because I was curious about the reference to cold water immersion because of the Wim Hof method. So I went through each one of the, the, the short videos in turn. So the first one, A Lifetime of Pills, I think it must be in his house because he uh, ordered box loads of pills. Now I, don't, I think they were mock-up pills uh, of different colours because he was alarmed at the prescription rates of pills in the UK. Apparently it's gone up to like 50% over the recent few years. And he wanted to work out how many pills a typical healthy person might take in their lifetime. And he talked about the different medications that are required in the ages from 1 to 10, in teens, 20 to 50s, and over 60s. Of course, as, as we evolve through those ages, we have different needs, different requirements. And this is all for about a healthy person. And he reckons that someone who 
arrives at 50 is likely to be taking a thousand pills a year uh, based on his experience of uh, prescribing medicines as a GP and based on his research into what people are taking these days. A thousand pills a year. And of course, when that gets to the 60s, your 60s, he called it a tsunami of pills. And he calculated that a healthy person living into their 60s might take over 100,000 pills in a lifetime. And what he did on his lounge floor is he got these bowls and he weighed out these pills and there'll be a screenshot of this on the, on the blog at hopehelphappiness.com that will show you um, the amount of pills. It's a staggering amount of pills. And he said that the key thing to remember is some of those pills do good. But the, the key phrase for me was that all of them do harm. And it reinforced my own personal driver at not taking drugs uh, to deal with symptoms of illness. Because if you have a healthy lifestyle and eat healthily, then you will have less illness. It's a, my, my hypothesis anyway. And I haven't taken drugs for years uh, on an ongoing prescription basis. Um, so it's, it's a real shock to me to see that. So that was the first part, and all these clips are from the first episode of this particular series. So that was, I believe, probably setting the scene for the remainder of that particular show, because the next one was called Shock to Euphoria. This is where Dr. Chris went down to the University of Portsmouth to speak to a guy called Professor Mike Tipton. And what he wanted to do was feel and experience the cold shock response. So they basically wired him up. He was in his swimming trunks, wired him up, uh, checking heart rates and everything. He was also on a, uh, at a, he was breathing into a tube, and I assume that was taking his, um, I don't think that was giving him oxygen, I think that was feeling what his breathing patterns were like. And then they basically load him into this small pool. I assume the water was very, very cold. He didn't say what temperature it was at, but it was interesting to see his response. He was panting. He was uh, almost in distress. And the doctor who was standing, uh, the researcher, Professor Tipton, who was standing uh, nice and warm in his normal clothes, was saying that the body responds to shock in a similar way it does to, uh, as an anxiety attack. And you could see Dr. Chris going through what looked like an anxiety attack. And what he was saying that uh, it produces stress hormones. So... And, and his, his, uh, he was talking about this. He said that, the, that it was deeply shocking to him. He thought he was prepared for it. Um, but what happens apparently is the chemical surge you get, which are full of stress hormones because it's a stress response, is that they leave cold swimmers euphoric once it's passed. And that's why open water swimmers feel great. And it's that... Um, experience that they believe is a foundation for helping treat people with mental illness. Now the third video, which was called The Soothing Swim, was where Dr. Tris, Dr. Chris took a lady called Sarah, who I, I believe from the context of what they were talking about, had suffered from depression and was on antidepressants. She, he took her to a, um, a, a man-made lake where wild swimming takes place. I think people just get in and swim up and down. 
It looked like it looked like a swimming pool with changing rooms, only it was outside and it was cold and the winter had just passed. So in the interview beforehand, she said she was excited but scared and very nervous about the cold. Um, and in the commentary, Dr. Chris is heard to say, if it works, then he believes he can start weaning her off her antidepressants. So you watch them walk into the water and clearly it's cold. And they're with a couple of experienced cold water swimmers. Clearly it's cold and they are shivering and the obvious response if you got into a cold uh, water environment. And before it goes, before they immerse that up to their neck level, they're just doing and getting control of their breathing, which incidentally is what Wim Hof teaches in his approach. And then they immerse up to their neck and you can hear the sounds and you can see them visibly shocked by that and they're panting but then once they got used to it they then swim four lengths and it was quite a heartwarming thing to watch because this girl who clearly had been suffering from depression from the context of what they were talking about was uh, felt on top of the world that's her comment and when asked why she said well I've done what I've come come out to do which was to get into the cold water and swim at least one length but what the doctor was talking about is that she would have got a euphoric boost because of the chemicals circulating around her body as a result of the shock response. And it is something that the NHS started to recognise as being a valuable aid in helping people um, feel better as a result of the depression. They also recommend exercise as well. So at the last part of the clip, the doctor recommends that she goes swimming um, six times in four weeks. Now he recommended normal swimming because that's just normal exercise and that she start to taper off her antidepressants. So it was really interesting to encounter this because of a chance conversation with a friend and then look at what's there and see how a fully trained medical doctor is exploring alternatives to using antidepressants. And it was nice to see that he is following an approach that I'm now exploring, which sort of legitimizes the actions I'm taking. And it encourages, encourages me more that this is something that is going to be a benefit. Of course, cold shock is something that requires a bit of courage to do. But so far, I found I've been able to ease myself into it. And I had a cold shower this morning. It felt good. I think I've probably do, got to do colder water and probably got to do it longer and maybe even do a full immersion exercise to really benefit from it. But I think this is encouraging to see this in action. So that's today's episode on the blog post for this at hopehelphappiness.com. You will find, and this is episode 101, if you want to do a search for that, you'll find links to Dr. Chris's biography and there'll be screenshots of the three videos and links to where the three videos uh, are on the BBC website. I can't guarantee they'll be there when you get there because they do move things around a bit. So that's today's episode. Until tomorrow.